your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. first average speed camera on a motorway in Ireland has just gone live and if you're driving on the M7, Limerick to Dublin motorway between Junction 26 and 27, you'll have seen the signs already warning you that the cameras are live this week and uh, joining us is transport commentator Connor Faulkner. Hello Connor. Hello Joe, how are you? I'm good, thank you very much and yourself? Um, Very well. So how does this camera system work? Uh, Well, it takes your average speed between two points. The classic speed cameras that we're used to, Joe, uh, are single-point cameras. Uh, So they don't actually flash, but, you know, conceptually, if you pass the camera at speed, you're caught. That camera could be on a pole, it could be in a Garda van, but it's a single point. You pass it by too fast and you're caught. Average speed cameras takes your average distance between two points. In this case, there's nine kilometres between them. So it's a stretch of motorway. And across that stretch of motorway, your speed limit cannot exceed the motorway speed limit or you're caught. So it's, it's a way to prevent speeding over a stretch of road. Um, actually, it's a little eccentric of Ireland to be using them on motorways. I mean, you know, it's it's fine. It's quite a good little tool. But an average speed camera works particularly well in different locations, in my view, Joe. The only other location in Ireland where we use one is in the Dublin Port Tunnel, um, which... You know, there are particular safety concerns there at an 80 kbh speed. So on the motorway, it's there. And uh, you, you guys may get used to it, as may us dubs, because it's on the motorway between uh, Dublin and Limerick. It's the stretch between Nina and Bird Hill for about nine kilometres. It's well signposted, uh, and we may consider ourselves well warned. And, uh, we, and, and Connor, just a matter of is it inbound to Limerick only or both ways? I believe it's both directions, Joe. Right. Okay. I believe it's both directions. Um, and, and as I say, it does what it says on the tin. So it, it's not something that any motorists should be concerned about. It's not one of those unfair speed cameras, if you like, Joe, that um, people feel aggrieved by, because it's well signposted. And what it means is that you cannot cruise in excess of the motorway speed limit. Now, you shouldn't anyway. Um, But but, but, but but I assume there's there's some tolerance around it. I mean, you know, as as often is the case, 120, if someone's on 122 on the average, will it Yeah, not? wise words, Joe, and I assume that that will be the case as well. Uh, but in fairness to the Gardaí, they have to be a little bit discreet about that. The law is unambivalent. The law says 121 kilometres per hour and you're guilty of offence. However, for sheer practical purposes, the Gardaí don't prosecute unless the speeding offence is unambivalent. Ambiguous. Um, otherwise, you wind up, you know, arguing with lawyers in courts about the fine calibration of the equipment, and uh, you know, for a micro violation, it's it's almost literally more trouble than it's worth. So, strictly speaking, legally speaking, no, there is no tolerance. One hundred and twenty-one is a defence. In practical enforcement terms. Um, it, it, it is rare for a speeding prosecution to be triggered unless the offence is unambivalent. Okay, you mentioned nine kilometre stretch there, so yeah. you, you pass the first cameras. I, I mean, what about the fact that you're dealing with nine kilometres? You know, so mm. can uh, I know it's two junctions. Is there any way off? Can people slow down? Can they stop? Can they do things either accidentally or deliberately to try to trick the average speed camera? 
Well, I suppose you could, but I mean, why would you? And 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 how hard would that to be? You know, in theory, in theory, I could say to myself, right, nine kilometres. I'm going to have great fun here. I'm going to rocket along at 150 kph. And um, but I'm so cunning. I'm going to stop before camera two and make a phone call. Um, okay, great, the perfect crime. But what's the point? You yeah, haven't yeah. saved yourself any time. Yeah. So 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 uh, you know, in 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 theory, in theory people could do that. Um, in reality, though, I don't think it's likely to happen. And in fact, if I've been a little bit um, negative about this speed camera, Joe, it, it's, it's not that there's anything wrong with it per se. It's just that I don't see it as particularly important in our broader road safety challenge that we have. Because in fact, motorways are the safest roads that we have, uh, you know, by far the safest roads that we have. And when they get dangerous, it tends to be when weather is bad, uh, you know, and when weather is bad, 100 kph can be too fast. Yeah. On a foggy morning, 100 kph is yes, far absolutely. too fast. The, the, the only thing, Connor, is that this particular stretch of motorway for whatever reason, and, you know, there are historic arguments about when it was even being put in, that locals did warn at that stage that because of particularly boggy land and the like, mm-hmm. that it would be especially dangerous. And it does appear to have been borne out. There have been a lot of fatal, near fatal um, and, you know, less serious accidents on it, especially, yeah. as you say, when you have weather when conditions. You have bad weather, yeah. I mean, they've done something in the M50 in Dublin, Joe, which, which I, I can imagine we might ultimately do countrywide, which is that there's a new, sort of new set of regulations for the M50 in Dublin, which means that the speed limit can be controlled by the overhead sign. So on a foggy morning or an icy morning, you can actually lower the speed limit and display it on the overhead sign. And for me, that's probably a more important tool than an average speed camera for optimum conditions. And you're right in what you say about that stretch of motorway, Henrik, but you know, that's kind of geography in a sense, the topography of the land. The M7 closer up to Dublin in County Kildare, Joe, is quite prone to fog. You know, that's not a design fault of the motorway. It's just a feature of the topography of, of, of the yeah. countryside that it's moving through. So motorways in general terms are very safe and and. That, that, that's very clearly proven. They're by far the safest roads that we have. Um, but there are particular circumstances when they can get very dangerous. And those circumstances are normally bad weather. Uh, and as I say, during bad weather, 120 kph is too fast anyway. Yes, so yes. Your, your average speed camera tool is perhaps not n- not the best tool. And we're talking to transport commentator Connor Faulkner. The other thing then is, so, so you pass the first camera, you're uh, progressing. Let's say you were silly enough to do 130. Um, mm. When you hit the second camera, there's a flash. Is that right? That's how you know you've been done. Well, no, you don't necessarily oh, you know don't. you've been okay. done. Um, so, you know, the camera will sit there silent. There, there are different speed camera designs. Irish ones don't flash. Um, they, they, they have no particular need to. Uh, I, I honestly don't know whether they'll have flashers uh, on, on these uh, new cameras yet or not. But in either case, it doesn't matter. The normal thing is that you, you simply don't know that you've committed an offence until you get that unwelcome letter from um, the, 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 the system, the, the guard, the letter that's generated and sent to you um, and you know then you can either contest 
or accept those penalty points. Um, but for speed cameras, it's hard to contest them. It tends to be pretty unambiguous evidence, which, you know, in a road safety sense is what we want, Joe. Yeah. Um, but yeah. it, it, it does work quite well. In the so so that, that'll be the 80 euro fine and the two penalty points. Yeah, people don't mind the fine too much. Um, I mean, you know, nobody likes to lose 80 euro, but it's not the bit that stings. The bit that stings is the penalty points. Um, and, and, you know, they, that's why they're such an effective tool for road safety. People do not want penalty points on their lives. So they will, you know, in theory, they'll moderate their behaviour to avoid it. So if we know that there's a camera there, you know, great, it'll probably never catch anyone, Joe. It'll be so well signposted and so well known, it'll never catch anyone. But that's a speed camera doing its job. When it doesn't catch people, it means that it's causing compliance. And it's to cause compliance, not to raise fines. That's the purpose of a camera. Well, well, I think during the pilot scheme period, Garty monitored these average speed cameras and before installation, compliance with 120 kilometres per hour was below 70%, but rose to 90% during the test phase. And that proves your point. Uh, just one other thing, um, and this is the issue of e-scooters. Oh, yeah, different issue. But yeah, different issue, yeah. One, yeah. So look and function like bicycles. Um, uh, the Road Safety Authority wanted them banned for under 16s, but the Transport mm. Minister, Eamon Ryan, has decided not to include an age limit, and I think you agree with that. I do. I think, um, I think Eamon Ryan has come to the right conclusion here. Look, basically these things are effectively bicycles. Uh, you know, it has a little battery pack in it that makes life easy for the cyclist, but in essence, it's a bicycle. So it really should be subject to the same laws and rules as a bicycle. And the law that we're drafting in Ireland at the moment, at that committee stage, is quite clear on that. It's the same as all of the European law currently being made in countries around Europe to reflect the new technology. If it goes faster than 25 kph, it becomes a motorbike, motorbike rules apply, tax, insurance, registration. But under under 25 kph, we just treat it like a bicycle. And if we're just treating it like a bicycle, well, we don't have age limits for that. We may have all sorts of behaviours. You know, there are kids who behave badly on bicycles. There are adults who behave badly on bicycles. We have the laws to deal with that. I think introducing an age limit for e-scooters you know, we could do it, but but I, I think I agree with the minister's judgment on this. It's it's not really necessary. Let's just treat them like bicycles. I have to say, though, it can be a little bit frightening when they shoot past you. You know, because you don't know yeah. they're coming. And next thing, <laughs> yeah, well, they're very silent and all that. But as I say, effectively, they are like bicycles. But uh, but the rider is using no effort or minimal effort, um, and that you know it does take a little bit of getting used to. I've spoken to cyclists who find the things a little bit intimidating alongside them in cycle lanes. But but I think that's a question of us becoming accustomed to the technology. Um, and look, the technology is brilliant, Joe, particularly for commuting in cities. You know, you'd scoot in from the suburbs to the centre of the city very easily. And, and while there's plenty of people who can do that on a bicycle, an e-bike sort of broadens the audience hugely. There's plenty of people who, you know, might be a little advanced in years or perhaps, you know, not as fit as they'd like to be or whatever it is, you know, they just, you know, a five or six kilometre to work uh, cycle is not something they're ever going to do. But on an e-bike, they might. So it's potentially great for urban congestion. But as I say, if you want to know how these things are treated legally, think bicycle. How is a bicycle treated legally? These things are essentially the same. All right. Listen, super to chat to you as always. Thank you very much for that. That is transport commentator Connor Faulkner. Your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nett.